ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, children of all ages, I introduce you the future legend. He is the host of Let's Talk Podcast. The one, the only, I introduce you, Philip! Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Podcast. This is episode number 165. I'm your host, Philip. And today, today we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to talk about the training camp, their first preseason game yesterday against the Kansas City Chiefs, and all that much more. And today, I have a guest joining me, Stephanie. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? Doing well. I'm um, excited to talk a little 49ers football. Yeah, same here. And, you know, I'm glad football's here. I have crowds again. Not like last year. <laughs> oh, last year. And it's weird last year, the last few games that foreigners can't play at home due to the circumstance. But I, I was like, I was talking to my friend who is a Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and he was always joking with me. You, you guys don't have no home. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, I like, well, your, your, your team sucks, but <laughs> that's beside the point. But yeah, and I just, and I was telling him, we finally get to use our home games. We're going to have crowd. People are fire up or anything like that. You, I know you're pretty excited about football is here. I'm on the court, especially 49ers football. And let's get to it, the 49ers. Now, uh, first, we'll, we'll talk about the offseason move. The 49ers in free agency, they resigned most of the guys back in a one-year deal. Were you surprised to bring most of the guys back in a one-year deal? No, I, I really felt like the 49ers have um, probably one of the best in the business with Parag Marathe. So being able to do that takes a little finesse with the cap. But I felt like they really had um, a, an agenda in place of who they wanted to, to keep and who they were willing to let walk. And and I think they were strategic in that decision. And so I think some of it made sense and some of them was just stuff that they had to do. Like for instance, Richard Sherman had to be done at some point because the production just wasn't there to justify it. So with that kind of money, they were able to keep the guys that were really um, making an impact on the field. And hopefully with um, some a little bit of luck, they can keep some of these guys healthy they'll be able to uh, go far, at least deeper into the season. Definitely. And we we have signed some guys um, in free agency. We signed, and excuse, I apologize for butchering his name because I can't pronounce his name, the guy from the Rams, uh, defense and uh, E, start with the E. E broke, E broke, or something like that. I apologize. I can't pronounce his name. He's a defense and, and plus we signed that one back from the Giants. Uh, Goldman, Goldman, I can't pronounce his name either, but Goldman, what? <laughs> Are your thoughts on those two additions? Um, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure who you're talking about. I I know there's um, are you talking about Ha Ha Clinton Dix or? Uh, I think that's how you say his name. It, he, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce his name. I should I should uh. Do and that and Bookham, maybe <laughs> the, I don't know. Um, from the Rams, maybe. Yeah. You're um, from the Rams. 
Okay, so Samson and Bukum is really interesting because he plays Will. So I think he is um, going to be a really good linebacker. I think, you know, you already have Dre Greenlaw, you have Fred Warner, and you have Demetrius, you know, Flanagan Falls. So I think that what these guys do is add depth, you know, to an already strong linebacking core. So, um, and then uh, as far as um, in the backfield, um, you know, we have Jaquaski Tart and Jimmy Ward. Um, it, I think it all fits together. And of course, they re-signed Jason Verrett to that one year deal. And then if if Mosley is healthy and then you have Tavarius Moore, I think that it's just a stronger already, very um, talented, you know, defensive core but of course like the 49ers the way they do things is it's all in the trenches so that's where they want to win the games and then these guys are fresh and they're able to make an impact that way okay okay yeah your books i gotta remember then how to pronounce it <laughs> so if you listen to that book i apologize <laughs> <laughs> i can pronounce some of the names to save my life but anyways, um, and we also signed money back who from the Giants, Wayne, I think it's Wayne, Wayne, I can't get his last name. What are your thoughts on that edition? Sorry, you said Wayne Gauman? Is that who's Gauman. I think that's his name. Yeah, Guzman. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I, I think it's good. I mean, I think that the, um, everything that they're doing as far as, you know, even on both sides of the ball, um, on offense, um, and Trey Sermon with who they've gotten the draft. I think that they made it, they made really good pickups in the draft. And of course, um, those are like the certain pieces that this offense needed to get going. And I think that as long as um, Kyle Shanahan, you know, has a plan for all these players, especially on offense, I think it's going to really jive well you know, as to what they're trying to do. And at the end of the day, it's win games so that they can get to the end of the season and the postseason. Okay, okay. And the two guys I was hoping they would sign, I think they were pointing to the offset, the, to this offense, is uh, Trent Williams and Kyle Juszczyk. Yes. Uh, now, were you happy with the, the money they got, especially Trent Williams? And is it, or do you think they should go to a different direction? Well, I think Trent Williams is probably one of the best left tackles in the game. If not, I mean, he's arguably the best. And so he's going to command that kind of money. So, and to be honest, like, it's not my money. So I don't right. really care. <laughs> I mean, as long as they find a way to work it out in the cap space and it makes sense to them, I think that that's more power to the players to command that kind of money. And, you know, he basically did work, you know, for – um, a discounted rate because he wanted out of Washington and he wanted to be a free agent. So, you know, that being said, all things considered, I think he was worth it. I think he produced well uh, last year, even with everybody banged up that he definitely deserved that money. So, you know, I, I think that they were able to pull that off based on, you know, different things, but they were, they had some people, um, Resign. We have some people now on rookie contracts. You know, we have George Kittle, who's taking. Um, his, you know, a lot of these contracts are on the back end, so I think that they're able to, um, you know, get through that way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And now, <clears throat> excuse me. And now in the draft, 
a big drama in the draft. <laughs> Mysterious, this and that. And we make this big trade with Miami to trade up, trade love, mm-hmm. future first rounders to trade up for the number three pick. And I remember I saw the ball, I was like, oh, shoot, we trade, we trade up. <laughs> for, we own the number 12 for the number three. Were you surprised that Forrest trade up for the number three pick? You know, it was a heavy price to pay. I I was I was surprised in one sense. I, I felt like the 49ers definitely could um go up, but I didn't think that they would give away so much for to move up, you know, essentially nine spots. Um that being said, if there's a quarterback, quarterback is the position that you move up for. That's who you sell the farm for because a quarterback can change the trajectory of an entire team for decades, you know, for, for a decade to come. So unless you're Tom Brady, I guess he can do decades. <laughs> but other than that, you know, it's just, it's a big deal. So I understood the move. So I was happy that I was just hopeful that they knew exactly who they wanted and were will and knew that they couldn't, you know, get exactly who they wanted at three. So if Trey Lance was that guy and they wanted to move up for it, obviously I'm going to support it. And there are times when, you know, um, you have coaches, you have GMs that are willing to make that kind of move and it's gutsy. It's make or break. So, um, you know, whatever that is, I, you know, I get it. I mean, last year it was pretty rough. And even though we know that Jimmy Garoppolo can get a team to a Super Bowl, we need a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. So, you know, I get that, that we needed a, at least a capable backup too. And, you know, the time to get a quarterback is not when you need a quarterback. That's how I, that's my philosophy because when you need a quarterback and you hit, you, you, it's, you, it's either hit or miss and you sure, surely don't want to miss when you're giving up four picks. So I, you know, in this case, you know, they had a quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. This is the time to take that chance. And if it works out with Jimmy Garoppolo then having two very capable quarterbacks is a great problem to have because you can then trade, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo to a team that he perceivably wants to go to if Trey Lance does, in fact, take that position away from him. So I think they're in a good spot. I think if you budget for Jimmy Garoppolo's salary, you have a quarterback coming in on a rookie contract. This is exactly what you do, you know, before you need to, like, really move players around and and create a you know you this is the what they they're basically making the most out of what they have and they're definitely all in for a super bowl run in my opinion just based on the moves they made right right yeah i agree and you know i remember on the draft although before the draft with this boomer about mac chone this mac chone that Makes mm-hmm. a lot for Sam, by the way. <laughs> and Mac Jones, and, and I told people on Twitter, we're not going to get Mac Jones, because since when the front office going to leak? I mean, they never ever since Sean Lynch and Kyle Shane was hired, they never leaked information. Never. And then all of a sudden, Mac Jones this, and then I was hoping Trey Lance or just to fill due to, you know, their potential, and we, we draft Trey Lance. And what are your thoughts on this whole Mac Jones rumor, and we, we draft Trey Lance? as a prospect. Well, I think that 
you know, pundits are going to say a lot of things. And I think that they were going off of the, you know, kind of textbook quarterback that Kyle Shanahan likes. And he likes, you know, typically, you know, a Kirk Cousins. He likes a Jimmy Garoppolo. He likes, you know, a Mac Jones. So I thought it was fair to, you know, to suspect that this is what they're doing. But, you know, I, I didn't know. The thing is, is I watch a lot of college football, right? right. So for a lot, the longest time, it's always been Trevor Lawrence, number one, Justin Fields, number two. And I was shocked that Zach Wilson got ahead of Justin Fields, to be honest with you. So it's interesting, you know, and, and this is the thing is pundits do what pundits are supposed to do. And that's to guess. And, you know, I don't know exactly what happened there, but, you know, I do think that there are credible reporters out there that reported what they heard. Um, maybe it wasn't um, as accurate as they wanted, but, you know, I, I, I tend to think that Kyle Shanahan had to look at Mac Jones because that was due diligence. I mean, you, like they've been remiss before when they didn't look at Pat Mahomes that year that they took Solomon Thomas. So that you have to look at the quarterback, especially in the chance that you need a quarterback, you're going to look at them all. So I think they would be remiss not to look at him. And if he has certain personality traits or playing the player traits that Shanahan likes, he might say things off the cuff, but it kind of gets taken or twisted or, or something like that. That's generally what I think. I think that there's not some like ill will malice, but you know, anything like that. I just think it gets taken a little bit and it, and it gets, you know, scripted into something. It's not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it. And now training camps here is in, you know, and we the the main talk about is the quarterback battle. Trey Lance versus Jimmy. And the, according to Carl Shanahan, he still said that Jimmy is starting, but Trey Lance is pushing it. Do you believe Trey Lance should start or he might start from day one against the Lions week one? Or is Jimmy going to start? Well, I mean, based on what I've seen from camp, I mean, I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is definitely um, more comfortable in in QB1 shoes. I mean, he's just – he's been there before. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to run an offense, and he knows how to do that from day one and lead, you know, a team of 63 men out there. So – and he has the respect of an entire team. Do I think Trey Lance – is going to get there? Absolutely. I mean, based on what I've seen, he's going to get there. I just don't know if he's ready to like hit the ground running. I think if he had to, I think he could definitely do it. But if you don't, if you have the luxury of having somebody who's done it before can provide a blueprint for your new guy and you have that luxury, why not use it? Like I get all the fans want the shiny new toy and they want to put, go play with it. But it, you know, I t tend to think more of, as a long-term thing is that we have to, um, you know, we have to do it in a way that makes sense. And I think the 49ers are definitely doing that in a way that makes sense is that they're not going to rush it. They don't have to rush it. They have a luxury in having two really good quarterbacks right now. 
And, you know, it's kind of like, let's wait and see what happens. I do believe, however, that Kyle Shanahan will have packages, you know, quarterback packages ready to go. And so maybe there's a third and long or a, a different situation where they're not sure Jimmy, you know, is going to get it done, that they'll bring out Trey and Lance. And I think he's going to be spectacular and it's going to be exciting. And so I don't think it's going to, it's definitely Jimmy's, game or you know position to lose but i don't think jimmy's gonna go down quietly either so i'm i'm just waiting and watching and seeing how it's all gonna play out but um i'm up for anything whatever happens happens i it is what it is <laughs> yeah yeah now, well let me ask you this if jimmy let's say in the regular season let's say jimmy have struggled let's assume and he stay healthy because we we both know he has problems staying healthy especially what happened last season Let's say you he stay healthy. He's not playing playing well for you know. I don't know. Maybe for that three four weeks. You think maybe it's time to put Trey Lance in? Well, of course. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's inevitable. If if you're not getting it done on the field, and that's the job to do, then you risk losing your job. I mean, that's that's just how it is in football. So obviously, if he's not getting it done. Um, and they're not winning the game. And then that's going to be the big, that's going to be the big test. Like you can have a bad game, but as long as it gets won and it's the next, you know, and you move on to the next one and you're able to like bounce back, then that's one thing. But if you're continually not being able to get it done or you're losing ball games, then that's when the, the coaches are going to look at, well, maybe we should try, try give Trey a shot. So um, obviously I think that's, that's inevitable if that happens. I mean, I hope it doesn't because I want the 49ers to win a lot of games and I want them to get first place, <laughs> but let's right, see. What right. yeah. yeah. Win the NFC West. <laughs> let's win the NFC West, get home field, win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm sure other fan base who listen to that like probably laughing right now. <laughs> but we'll get the last laugh. <laughs> but anyways, and you know, there's one of the other competition we need to talk about. It's the right guard and that offensive line, the right guard position. Right now, yesterday, Brusky has started the Dan Brusky started That's right guard. Funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we draft. Which, which I believe we draft. We trade. If I remember correctly, we trade our draft capital to draft Aaron Banks. What do you think about these two as a competition for the white guard, and who you see as a starting white guard? Oh, Daniel Brunskill's right guard. Um, uh, maybe Kelamete um, uh, could could back him up. Um, I, I think. Uh, I think Daniel Brunskill has is going to do well. I think he understands the system. I think as long as everybody's you know making their assignments, I think he can do a great job. Um, I'm okay with what what they did there. I I think that um, he's talented. I think that last year it was rough because there they had to roll out i think it was like the five centers and so the center is basically calling that offense plus they didn't have the quarterback but if you get those two positions you know fortified in the center and quarterback then everybody else around you is going to play and know their positions know their assignments 
so I, I'm okay. I, I like Brent school. I think he's, um, you know, he's proven. I think he can do it. I think it was more a situation when the center, you know, wasn't locked down and it was literally, you know, changing every single game. The quarterback situation was awful as we know it. So now with Alex Mack at center and Jimmy Garoppolo at potentially Trey Lance at quarterback. I just think you're going to have a little bit more stability there and everybody else will fall in line as far as, you know, the offensive line. You know what I realized this last couple of years, we have two center, um, Will, uh, William and Ben Garland, but we only have, if I remember correctly, and I could be mistaken, I, I, I think so far at the depth chart, we only have one center. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, we have Alex Mack and then Jake Brendel. Oh, trick! Oh, I didn't know about that. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know about that. <laughs> How did I miss that? <laughs> and then you know, and then you always have like Jalen Moore, who was drafted. Um, he can play center. He's like probably would be third in case. Hopefully, we don't get that far. But and then, um, so you you have these guys that are swing. You know, they can play right tackle, you know, left tackle center. So that's kind of why I think they drafted uh, Jalen Moore, you know, and then you also have Aaron Banks. So that's going to be interesting um, at left left guard. So I think that they purposefully got guys that were versatile, that they could move into different positions. Okay. Okay. Now, Kendrick Bourne was a wide receiver three for us in mm-hmm. England. We we both know Debo and Brandon Ayuk. I like that name by the way, Ayuk. Ayuk. Sorry, sorry. And, and we, those are the two starting wide receivers. The question: Who's going to be the wide receiver third? I heard reports on training camp that Sirfield's being impressed with training camp. Who do you think should be the wide receiver third? Maybe Sirfield possible make the team or Watkins. Um. Well, I like Man Mohammed Sanu. I think and Richie James. Uh, I don't know. I think that at that point that part of this whole wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver three, I think it's all um, kind of like a fantasy football thing. I I like real football, so I don't really care who's like who. It just depends on how Shanahan draws up the play, who's available at that spot at that time. And it really doesn't matter to me who's one, two, or three, as long as there's somebody in that position. And what's so great about Shanahan's system is you he can have an RB there catching, or he could have a tight end catching, or a football, or if you know, a fullback like Kyle Yuschek catching. So there's so many options for him there that I think um, the wide re- receiver position, whether it's um, you know, obviously Debo and Ayuk, I, and I like Mo Senu. I think he's he's a really good um, wide receiver. I think that he has a lot of potential to do well on this team if healthy. Okay, okay, and <clears throat> excuse me. And the, something that interests me is who is a former wide receiver now he moved to tight end. Jordan Matthew. What are your thoughts on Jordan Matthew moved to tight end? Jordan Matthew, you yes. said yes. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I think that that's going to, he's got to learn how to block, I guess. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's, I think that there's a, 
the tight end position, even last year um, when George Kittle missed some games, um, you know, it was definitely it took away. Like when he went down, there was there was another. Basically, it was like the defense got another guy because they just didn't put anybody on the tight end. So to have people like I was talking about a little bit at the offensive line being able to be versatile. I think that that just creates more opportunities and that's what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. He wants to keep the defense on their toes so that they always have another option so that they're not losing basically a person out there that another defender can go somewhere else because they don't have a tight end. So if George Kittle goes out for some reason or, you know, Dwelly or uh, Warner, um, all those things, I think it's just, it's just more, it's just creates more opportunity. So instead of looking at like, okay, well, this is going to, to, you know, pickle them into a certain position. I think it creates opportunity because in my head, George Kittle is like a wide receiver in so many ways. Yeah. Um, I know, but who blocks, who blocks really effectively. So I think that it really doesn't matter what you call them as long as they get their assignment done and make plays. Do you see Jordan Matthew make the team? I don't know. I it, it seems like a long shot. Okay. Okay. So you see Minka and who, who in the training camp so far? Who impressed you the most? Who or who's you know what? Let me ask you this first. Who's the biggest surprise in the training camp? Biggest surprise. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm gonna go with Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like he's come out swinging in camp. Like he's a he's one of the best I've ever seen him and I don't know if um I don't know if it's this whole competition thing with Trey Lance you know basically you know he's you know nibbling at his toes there or if he wants to prove himself out there or he's auditioning for another club I don't know exactly what the motivation is there or the fact that he's the vet and he's going to show everybody what he can do, you know, pride thing. But he's almost like a different player. I mean, his, his level of confidence is it's just huge. So, and then I know that he, um, and, and, and to be honest, like he's taken all of this with a lot of, you know, with stride and I think with a lot of tactfulness. And you can just see that he wants Trey Lance to do well, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's one thing about Jimmy Garoppolo that doesn't get enough, like, he doesn't get enough credit is he really wants this club to do well. And he wants every single guy on that roster to do well. And so it's sad that they've kind of pitted each other, you know, like fans have pitted against each other, because that's not what you see in real life with this team their whole team wants to win and they don't care who, you know, who does it. I mean, obviously that there's, um, you know, if Trey Lance ends up taking the job from Jimmy Garoppolo at some point, you know, that obviously that's going to be hard for him to accept at that point. But right now he's definitely living in the moment and he's taking advantage of his position and his ability to do it. So he's, he's having a great camp. Um, and, you know, so as as great as Trey Lance is having a great camp, Jimmy Garoppolo is, and he's he's against first teams where Trey Lance is against the second team. You know, the second union. So you look at that and you go, wow. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo is really just over and out showing everybody. You know, so I think there's something to be said from from that because he's going against the, you know, first team defense. He's going against the first team. You know, 
everyone. So, and he's able to to do it. So, you know, that makes me happy for Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and I hope he stay healthy. Hope he plays well. Um, so he'll start from week from day one. And now, who do you think's the biggest disappointment so far in training camp? You know, Jalen Hurd is is been a, a disappointment um, in a lot of ways. I don't even know if he makes it at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because the 49ers have um, invested quite a bit of time and money and everything into him. But, you know, he's just not been able to um, really, you know, go out there and get it done. So and, – and we don't know if it's a health thing, and it could be. But the part – part about football is is that attrition is part of the game so you're going to have guys that go out there and get injured it's just the fact it's just a fact of football everybody gets injured at some point you just hope that they can bounce back and recover or have the off season to do what they need to do and come back and perform he just hasn't had that opportunity and he just seems like he's really struggling out there yeah that's that's sad because you know i remember when we first drafted him he's so versatile play wide receiver, tight end, running back, and I was hoping to see what Kyle Shannon would do with him, but due to the injuries the last two years, uh, back injury, and I believe torn ACL last year, which is a huge bummer for him. I hope he turned around, and, you know, maybe it may not be with the 49ers, it may be someone else. It, hopefully, he'll, if he do get cut, I hope he, he'll realize to be motivated and be better than ever uh, for next season, possible for another opportunity, assuming he gets cut, um, which is the best of luck of him. Now, let's talk about Sherfield, who's being impressed in training camps report. What are your thoughts on that prospect, Sherfield? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good. I think that, um, you know, I think uh, I think he's, you know, kind of down the line. Um, you're talking about Trent Sherfield, right? 81. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think he, you know, I think it's an interesting, I think that one thing with Kyle Shanahan's system is that he's going to find, you know, what you do best and he's going to make sure to exploit the defense on that. So I think that's going to be, um, um, really fun to watch. I mean, we're just seeing what River Craycroft was able to do yet last year. I think that that's going to be, you know, something to watch. Um, to, you know, depending on how Mo Sanu does, I think Sherfield's, re- you know, in in the hunt. So that's what you want to see out of these, you know, young kids. So they're definitely uh, in the hunt. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And I know Charles Wilson is in the hunt, <laughs> but I'm. Just- you see Josh Wilson be the third quarterback because usually the 49ers carry three quarterbacks. Do you see Josh Wilson will be the third quarterback and at the death chart? Probably. I oh. mean, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they keep a third roster because mm-hmm. I don't see a point on that. Um, I think that they would be, you know, it would be nicer if they were able to get Josh Rosen maybe on their practice squad you know, just in case, you know, but I don't, that, that's a whole nother story, but um, I, I don't know if they carry, you know, save an extra roster spot this year. It's not the same situation where we had Bethard, you know, it's just not the same situation. Now we have two solid quarterbacks and teams typically don't carry three. Yeah. 
So I would, I see the, only the two moving forward at this juncture and probably Josh Rosen getting signed to the practice squad. Practice squad. Okay. Okay. The, the now, <clears throat> now, on the preseason, and I'm assuming you watched the preseason game yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm currently watching now. <laughs> so it's okay for a spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's okay because I, I'm okay with it. Now, it's not like I'm watching a movie or anything, but <laughs> but in the first preseason game against Kansas City Chiefs, the 49ers, what are your thoughts on the first uh, preseason game for the 49ers? You know, they look pretty good. I mean, the thing about preseason is you're just seeing, like, it. you know, the game obviously doesn't count. You know, they're looking for certain things and certain attributes of certain athletes at certain times. So it's sort of like preseason in baseball. It's like the same – they're going to let the kids go out there and play, you know, get some time – get some experience under their belt in the NFL. So it's not something where it matters, you know, if they win or lose it. I know um, they let Jimmy Garoppolo have one series. It was fine. It was a good series against first team defense. So that was it. He was out. Trey Lance looked great. He was going against second team defense and, you know, he had the 80 yard bomb. I mean, just seeing him, you know, let that that ball go was pretty exciting. And, um, you know, that's the stuff that fans love. And I get it. I think it's, it's super fun, too. Um, but, you know, it's it, I think you have to take preseason with a little bit of a grain of salt because it's not real. You're not going against, you know, the top defenders at that point you know and it's you're basically going against mediocre so that stuff is going to happen hopefully in real nfl you know time but at this point it's just you know they're seeing if it's possible if there's can you run that route can you get there can he let it go it you know something that trey lance has struggled with at camp is timing he didn't struggle with that in his preseason game. So that's good. So, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm excited. Um, we'll see how far, you know, he's able to go. And, but, you know, yeah, he looks good and the team looks good. And it, it's good to see them like sinking together because you, it takes a lot of trust from not only the quarterback, but the wide receiver to be there. The quarterback has to trust the wide receiver to let it go. You literally have 22 moving variables, you know, and it's got to happen just right. So those are the things that I think are going to inspire confidence in Trey Lance. I think it's going to inspire confidence in the teammates that, okay, he can get it done. He can, you know, air it out when he needs to, or he can, you know, get rid of the ball. So those are things that I think are just team building um, really good exercises for them, especially, you know, a team that's playing together for the first time. Do you see maybe at some point in preseason or even training camp for that matter, to uh, train list to play with the starters of the offensive linemen? Uh, well, I mean, he might get some first round. Um, that's an interesting question. Probably, I would say maybe preseason. Uh, you know, if he gets some um, first team reps, um, you know, obviously, you know, that that's the coach's call. Like maybe he does want to see how they, how he performs under that kind of pressure. I think at the same time, you don't want to put your brand new quarterback out there 
if and, and for the potential of getting hurt. So I think there's like an equal balance there that, um, you know, they'll have to make sure that he's protected well, that, you know, what's going to happen. But you don't necessarily want to risk any kind of injury at that, especially for preseason. It's just not something you want to see. So I think it's going to all depend if Kyle Shanahan thinks he's ready to go. If he thinks he's ready to go, I think he absolutely could see first team reps. Okay. Okay. Now, <clears throat> now I'm going to talk about some of the players, some of the draft players, and I and I want you to give me your thoughts on these players. Trevor Sermon, who we drafted this past year, who are your thoughts on that prospect? Well, you know, I like Trey Sermon. I think that. The run game is an integral part of 49ers football. So I, obviously we saw that with, with Raheem Mostart. And I know they have, I think Hasey's still there, but we needed somebody at RB who can, you know, basically take those shots because the RB position, it takes the most hits out of any position on the field. And it's, it's interesting because I think that, it's it's just a huge part of 49ers football is to run the ball. And, um, you know, investing at that pick, I think it was important to do that. And he's definitely a proven running back. And I think he offers, you know, the 49ers a lot of options at running back because he can also catch a ball, which is good. Okay, okay. And and now, uh, wow, I'm going blank. Wow, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I'm I'm going blank. Sorry about that. Oh wow. But uh now another name is uh Aaron Banks. Yeah. I like Aaron. I think it was a it was a good um pick. I think he offers, you know, the 49ers uh you know, definitely at left guard. I think he offers them some cushion. Um you know, he's Notre Dame. Notre Dame can produce some of the best yeah. offensive linemen, you know, to play the game. So I, I'm I'm excited about him. He is a very um, big, like, blocking. Um, he has a ton of presence, you know, just blocking. So I think also, um, you know, he's he's going to anchor and learn. But he, he punches well. I think he's strong, strong on down blocks. I mean, I think he's good with pass protection. I think he's somebody that's going to build and go. And, of course, um, he's a local boy. I think he's from Alameda or something like that. So I'm I'm very happy with him. Do you see him starting right guard or starting left guard later in the future? Um, You know, I, well, I, I mean, I – He's swing, so it could go either way, but I think right away it'd be left guard eventually. Oh, so pretty much like a replacement of Lakin Tom Thomason, who'll be a free agent next next offseason. So that's gonna be pretty interesting. Yeah. And I think that that was done in with with intention because you know, Lakin Tomlinson, as good as he is, you know, there we don't know what's going to be there next year. So, being able to put these guys into you know the mix and having not only good backups but also to prepare them going forward, you have you know a good you know farm system that next they maybe they can go next season and you can let go of another player and save that capital. So hopefully, you know, it works out. I, I have a lot of hope for Aaron Bakes. Okay. Okay. And now, I, which um, same question about Sherman, 
and Aaron Banks, how they look in training camp so far? Uh, oh, Sermon? Oh, both of them look good. I mean, they, um, I, you know, I, 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 I'm really pleased. I'm, I have like an affinity for offensive line players. I think that they don't get enough, uh, <laughs> you know, they don't get enough fanfare, but they're in every single play, you know, in the trenches, protecting your quarterback so that your quarterback can do the, all, all the great things. So, I like Aaron Banks. He was one of my favorite picks from the whole draft. And Trace Sermon is is good. Um, he was, you know, hitting his blocks. He was hitting, you know, his space. And I, you know, I think that both are showing, um, you know, a lot of potential there. Okay, okay. And we also draft. And now I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I know it's starting with the H. We drafted safety. How did what did you thought on that prospect? And how do you look in training camp? Oh, you mean um, Talanoa? Yeah, that's. The, I, I'm not gonna buy to say it because I <laughs> You know, I haven't seen too much of him, but with Chikwaski Tart starting out on the pup, I think that it was just more of something that needed to be done, and it was it was down the line in the draft. So those those are going to be picks that you don't necessarily know are going to pan out or not, but you hope that they do. So they definitely saw something in him that um, they liked. And the the thing with the 49ers is there's room to definitely grow and get better. And he's playing with guys who, um, you know, even with Ha Ha Clinton Dix, who has a ton of, you know, experience and, you know, I just think that it's it's good for him to get out there and show some reps and see see what he can do and learn. And because that's basically what he's doing at this point. I think uh, I think he's maybe like three or four. Because you have Tevon Wilson, you have Marcel Harris in front of him probably, and then of course Jaquaski Tart. So we'll see how um, Jaquaski Tart like heals up. I don't know if he's going to start on. I mean, I think he's going to start on the pup, yeah. but I don't know if it's going to extend or they're going to have to like put him on like IR to, you know, so I don't know enough about the injury, but hopefully he's back at some point. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little concerned with Tart because he's been injured the last few years. He just can't stay healthy. Maybe it's time to find a replacement possible. Uh, maybe next year, or maybe we already found one. What do you think? I love Jaquaski Tart. I think he's a really tough player. The thing is, is that the position he plays at strong safety you know, you're throwing your body out like a missile and the chances of you getting hurt are high. And so it's it, it's tough because, um, you know, he's doing – that's the type of player he is, though. He's never going to come at you trying to not get hurt. He's going to give it every single bit, every single time he has. So, I yeah, yeah, it increases his chance of getting hurt. But to him, that's doing his job. So – I get I get how people say, well, hey, you know, that he's hurt too much. Well, that's sort of the nature of what he's supposed to do. So it's not an issue of how if you're gonna get hurt or not, you will get hurt. It's how badly. So you want to um, you know, I, I I think it's really easy for fans to criticize, you know, players who get hurt. 
they don't have, they don't see what they do and what they do to their bodies every single game and put their bodies on the line every single play. So, you know, I'm a big fan of Chikwas guitar. I think he's, um, I, I think he puts all every bit of energy into it, and I think that's what it makes him a little susceptible to injuries. So, but I kind of feel if like somebody does that for your team, those are the kind of guys you want on your team. Maybe you should borrow Jimmy Ward <laughs> because Jimmy Ward was injury prone, and all of a sudden he got healthy the last but the last two years. Um, mainly got healthy the last two years. Maybe you should take some advice from Jimmy Ward. Maybe some good. Gatorade, good. <laughs> Maybe stay away from alcohol. More luck than anything, to be honest. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now, one prospect I want to talk about, and we draft a corner, Aubrey Thomas. What are your, what, how does he, does he look at training camp? And what are your thoughts on that prospect? Embry, yeah, he, yeah, I mean, I think that um, it, he looked. pretty good. I, you know, he got, he got, he got burned a few times, but he's going against. Um, some tough wide receivers. He's fast, so there's um, definitely some room for improvement. I think that that you know it's a little bit harder because we don't have, you know, with the loss of you know, in my opinion, um, our defensive coach, you know, and our defensive coaching backs, you know, we don't have exactly the same. I don't know if I how if I'm going to say this correctly, but. It, there's the coaching is a little is not as great as you know you would hope so you know we'll see how he like if he is coached up but I I think he has a lot of potential just like any of these draft picks I mean he's a kid he's in you know what 21 or something like that so I think he's um doing well all things considered it's just you know, he's playing, you know, professional football now so it's just yeah. a different it's it's also trying to get you know, acclimated, like to the same speed, the same, how things are done. I mean, it's different from college football on so many levels. So I think it's just, you know, time and some experience and get some games under your belt. And then that's when you really start to see whether these guys are going to hack it or not. It's really, really early to see. I mean, we've only seen one preseason game and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I guess that's my answer is we'll see. Okay. Are you worried about the death chart at corners? Because, you know, obviously we've got Chase and Ferret and Mosley who start at the corners. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Chase and Ferret, you know, as a injury prone, but he's been healthy last season. Who was great last season? But I'm just a little concerned about the lack of death chart at corners. And just in case if one of them went down with the injury, what, what do you think? Well, yeah, I get it. I mean, you have Barrett, Mosley, and then Lenore it came in. Um, and I, I do like, because what they play with the nickel with Kawan Williams. And so, you know, like I said, I kind of touched on this before, but the way the 49ers defense wins games is they really try to win the game in the trenches. They don't want they don't want you to get downfield, you know, into the secondary. They don't want you there. So the the more pressure they can put up front with Dre Greenlaw, Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead, you know, you have some really heavy hitters up front, right? And then if you do get it to the mid, you have you have to deal with Fred Warner. <laughs> so you know, you, those are that's how it's like by design. 
And so by the time you have to get to the corners, you don't even want it that they don't even want you there. So I think that they've definitely put their, I don't know if you want to say all, most of their eggs in that basket, not the secondary, but that's by design. So I think that that's something that, um, I don't know if you want to call it just football philosophy, but that's definitely the way Kyle Shanahan, you know, runs his, his club. True, true. You know what? Fred Warner needs a nickname. He deserves a nickname. I'm going to give him a nickname called The Beast. That's what he is. The Beast. Okay. <laughs> so spread the word. Breeze with my dad tweeting. <laughs> Hashtag on Twitter. Fred Warner, Beast. <laughs> now, <clears throat> now, excuse me, man. Uh, now, I, I, I watch, I mean, I read somewhere that Brandon Ayuk is on the kick return. Or a punt returner. <laughs> is that a good idea? Because I don't think it's a good idea. I think you should have tried someone else, like maybe Thomas. I believe Thomas, who was a kick, was in a special team before, or kick returner uh, from college. Is it a good idea, Brenda? Do you use Brenda Ayuk as a kick returner? Well, I think that I mean, so special teams are about twenty percent of the football game. The twenty percent of all plays our special teams. And I always think I'm like, people kind of like poo poo special teams. Like it's not that important, but it's 20% of all plays you're going to see in the football game. So I'm of the opinion that if you can get um, someone that's, you know, that can return well, um, I don't see why not. And a lot of these guys have to pull double duty now. Like it used, it just, they have a certain amount of players that they can have on the roster now that you have to be able to not only do your regular job at wide receiver, but then you got to work special teams. And so you have to be able to do both. So I'm not against it. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think you can win. I mean, special teams have won ball games before. So I'm definitely not against it. I, I, I think people um, underestimate the value of special teams. I, I don't. I think they're just as important as every any other snap of the game. True. Our special teams have been bad last season. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember. I can't remember which game was it that the kick turning the kickoff we fumble or something like that, and that cost us the game later on. I can't remember who was it, but. I remember I watched that game. I was so mad. I think my blood pressure was all time high. <laughs> but, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah. And now I want you to you don't have to list every name, but give me list a few players who you see get getting cut. Oh, um well a lot of them, probably most of them, right? We have ninety and you have to get to down to fifty three. Yeah. Fifty three and then um I think there'll be They'll happen in um, definitely waves, but you know, I, I think um, Arden Key might be a little bit um, on the thing. There's Alex Barrett, Brett, um, Corbin, Kafusi, uh, I think his last name is. Um, I think. I think Josh Perkins, and then you got McCoy Pruitt. I think that they're kind of like on the bubble there. Um, I don't see Jordan Matthews. I think he's going to have a rough time. Okay. We'll see about 
Jalen Hurd. I think that's going to be something to watch out for. Um, trying to think. I don't think Sudfeld, the fourth QB, makes it. Yeah. And I, I, for that matter, I don't think Josh Rosen is going. I think they'll only keep two. So we'll see. I mean, that's kind of my uh, just off the cuff. Yeah. Now, name me one player that you might see that might be the biggest surprise that make the team. The biggest surprise? Yes. Hmm. Um. Oh, that's hard. Um. I. I think Lenore. Um, it's okay. definitely going to make the team. That that corner, right? Yeah, the corner. I think okay. he makes it. Okay, okay. We do, we do need depth chart with the corners or depth. So I, I'd like to see him making the team. And I, I know he got that interception because I, I just saw it just now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now, <clears throat> two last questions. The biggest question in the world. Okay, maybe not in the world, but you get the point. But two biggest questions. One. What is your expectation of the 49ers this season? And what's your prediction of their record and maybe their playoffs, potential playoff success? I think so. It, this is hard because I think a lot's going to have to do with health. But I think that they have the potential to go 12 and 4. Huh? I think um, 11 um, is. Pro is it seventeen games this season though, huh? Yeah, it's one next, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, so probably twelve. Yeah, twelve and five seems the most realistic. I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's realistic. Okay, and that will be to uh, playoff. So possible, maybe win the NFC West. I think it's possible. If they don't, I think that they're good enough to get a wild card spot. If they're good enough to get a wild card spot, I think that they're in it. I mean, obviously, everybody wants the division. I think they have as good as a shot as anybody. Um, I do think that the Rams, um, well, we'll see what happens. But I, I don't know. It's a tough division. And Seattle always contends. And they always give the 49ers problems. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, it it's all going to just depend on a lot of things. And I do like what Arizona's doing. So I think that they have a lot of good um, components and pieces to their team. So, and the 49ers likewise are doing the same thing. So I, I mean, I, honestly, like when they say any given Sunday, it's like literally any given Sunday can happen. But I think that being said, um, you know, I, I think they can definitely win it. It's just, it's my belief that a lot of things have to go right for you to do it. And um, hopefully if everything goes right, I think the 49ers could absolutely take it. Okay. So you're saying if everything go right and let's say, you know, we stay healthy in most part for major of the season, do you see them possible go to the Super Bowl or at least the NFC championship? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, that's the goal. I mean, every year, that's the goal. Um, yeah, and, it, it, you know, absent something crazy happening or, you know, so, you know, not getting a little luck because it, it, you have some really, really good teams that contend every single year but don't make it to the Super Bowl based on 
one bad playoff appearance. So it's a, it does take a little luck. And I, I, you can be real, like even, even the Kansas city chiefs and 49ers, I felt that the 49ers were the better team, but they lost that day. So that's just how it happened. That's just life, you know? So Kansas city took it. Um, I think when the 49ers played Baltimore, they were the better team, but they lost. So the, you have to be able to not only win your division or get to the playoffs, but make a get really hot during the playoffs and you can't miss. And so if you have one bad game, you just can't have one bad game in the playoffs. So, you know, it's it. Yeah, obviously that's the goal. And then hopefully that's something that happens with the 49ers. So absent a bad game. Yeah, I think they can absolutely take it. Okay, okay. I'm going to go ahead and predict this, and I know there are people going to call me Homer, but I don't care. I'll predict yeah. 13 wins, 4 loss. Okay, that's fair. I think that's realistic. Yeah. And win the Super Bowl. Redemption time. <laughs> the redemption <laughs> board is on on board. <laughs> we are not like last year. That's that's Let's pretend last year didn't happen. <laughs> this okay. whole COVID injury after injury after. Let's pretend that's never happened. <laughs> it's yeah. all fresh. So yeah, that's my prediction. For now, okay. we get their redemption. The redemption tour start week one, and we'll see what happens. Now, if that didn't happen, you can blame me. <laughs> <laughs> or or it didn't happen. Hey, I'm all for it. I love it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But anyways, it's good to talk to you about the foreign buyers and it and you're welcome to come back if you're up to it. Okay. Okay. And is there anything you want to plug in, like Twitter, podcast, or anything like that? Oh no, I'm just part of Fangirl Sports Network and um we do a podcast called Fangirl Playbook. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at SoCali Steph S O C A L I. S T E P H. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, follow me on Twitter, PWH10. Let's Talk Podcast has a Facebook page. Give a like, follow. I up, I post new episodes, um, announce new guests, all that good stuff. Let's Talk Podcast is available from nine, all nine different platforms, which you can listen to all the episodes, including this episode from nine different platforms, such as Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. The next Let's Talk podcast is this Friday night, which Kevin makes his return, which we'll talk about one of the DC villains, Sloman Grundy. Hopefully I pronounced it right. And plus, we'll debate and discuss the comparison between Marvel versus DC villains. And and we're going to talk about DCEU and the MCU. So stay tuned for this Friday night on Let's Talk podcast. Also, Sunday night Let's Talk podcast, Lucas Pearman will make his return, which will... Talk about all the MSU sports, college football, fireball, men basketball, disputation for the, their upcoming season. Plus, plus, we'll talk about the Miami Dolphins. And and we're going to talk about the Chicago Bulls' latest moves in the offseason. And I'm assuming you're the Golden State Warriors fan, right? Yep, you assumed right. I'm from Bay Area, native girl. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, maybe next time we'll talk about the Golden State Warriors. I know you're pretty excited with, the, with Clay Thompson coming back with injury. Hopefully, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be back to where he's old self. And with these young guys you got, a lot of young players you got now. Uh with Reisman, Jordan Poole, um, that one new kid, which I'm like about now. <laughs> that was, 
Sydney? Yeah, we got two. We got two really great draft picks. So yeah, yeah. yeah so man, we'll, we'll talk about the Golden State next time. So, anyways, thanks for talking again. Great talk about the 49ers. We're ready for the, this season. So, everyone, stay safe. Have the rest of a good night. And peace out, everyone. Good night. Thanks for having me.